Hello, my friends, and welcome to Contemplicate, where I hope that a drop of the dew of the Holy Spirit might fall on your head and you might grow in a greater relationship with Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. God mounts his throne to shouts of joy, a blare of trumpets for the Lord. So, at church on Sunday, the first reading is the very first chapter of the book of Acts. And it starts out, in the first book, Theophilus, I dealt with all that Jesus did and taught. So Luke writes his gospel to this uh, person, Theophilus. And and Theophilus has read this book, you know, about, about everything that Jesus did and how he died and how he rose from the dead. And then just imagine him getting this second book. <laughs> the Like, he gets his first book and it's just, I mean, the, the uh, spirit, you know, must have, must have worked through that book to just, you know, set him on fire for greater knowledge of Jesus. And now he gets the second book and he gets to find out, you know, what happens, you know, that, that Jesus said, it's better that I go because I'll send you the Holy Spirit. And Theophilus is like, well, what, what happened? What happens after? What happens to the apostles? What happens to Peter? And so he gets this second book in this first chapter. You know, it opens the book. And the first chapter is just so packed. So just imagine he, he's so excited. He opens the book. And he reads, he reads what Luke, Luke uh, wrote to him. Luke writes, In the first book, Theophilus, I dealt with all that Jesus did and taught until the day that he was taken up after giving instructions through the Holy Spirit to the apostles whom he had chosen, he presented himself alive to them by many proofs after he had suffered, appearing to them during 40 days and speaking about the kingdom of God while meeting with them. He enjoined them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father about which you have heard me speak. For John baptized with water, but in a few days you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. So Luke here is telling Theophilus about, you know, after Jesus rose from the dead, and he, he appeared to the apostles, uh, you know, several times, and, and he told them to wait in Jerusalem, wait for the promise of the Father. And, and Luke continues, when they had gathered together, they asked him, Lord, are you at this time going to restore the kingdom to Israel? And what they're asking him is, is the kingdom of Israel as in the worldly kingdom, going back to the time of David when Israel was a powerful kingdom, a wealthy kingdom, a free kingdom. They're asking, are you going to bring that back? And Jesus answers them, it is not for you to know the times or seasons that the Father has established by his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, throughout Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. When he had said this, as they were looking on, he was lifted up and a cloud took him from their sight. While they were looking intently at the sky as he was going, suddenly two men dressed in white garments stood beside them. They said, Men of Galilee, why are you standing there looking at the sky? 
just think about those. This literally happened. Jesus is standing on the ground. And then he begins to rise up. And he, he's, you know, at some point he's two inches off the ground and then he's one foot off the ground and he's two feet off the ground and he's three feet and then you, his feet is level with your eyes and he just keeps rising up and a cloud takes him from their sight. And then these, and, and you're just staring up like what, what else would you be doing but staring up at this guy? Oh, Jesus went into heaven. I'm going to go, I'm going to turn around and, you know, hike back to Jerusalem now. No, you'd be staring. The only thing to do is stare at the sky. But the angel says, men of Galilee, why are you standing there looking at the sky? And you have to say, that's kind of a dumb question. Of course I'm looking at the sky because my Lord and Savior, who just spent years of his life with me on earth, has gone up into the sky and will not return. And my, and my heart is sad, but I'm also filled with amazement. And the angels say, this Jesus, who has been taken up from you into heaven, will return in the same way as you have seen him going into heaven. The angels are basically saying, don't worry about it. He's coming back. It's been a long time, angels, and he hasn't come back. And we're, and we're still waiting. But the angels promise still stands true. He will come back with his angels with him. But today I want to I want to focus on the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is coming. We don't have to wait for Jesus to come on the clouds with his angels so, surrounding him. We can ask for the Holy Spirit today and the Father will send him upon us. So I want to I want to pray to the Holy Spirit. The Father, the Father is so will ready to send you the Holy Spirit. He's like imagine you're sitting at a table at a restaurant, and, and the Father's over here as a waiter. That's not a very good image of the Father, I gotta admit. But he's over here as a waiter with a big pitcher of water, and he's just waiting for you to say, like, can I can I have some water? He's gonna come and he's gonna pour you a full glass of water. And you're going to drink it up. He's just waiting to pour forth the Holy Spirit upon you. Just wants us to ask. So let us ask. Come Holy Spirit. Fill the hearts of thy faithful. And then kindle in them the fire of thy love. Send forth thy spirit and they shall be created. And thou shalt renew the face of the earth. Amen. I want to have you imagine three different pictures. The first picture is the earth right after it was created. And it's just water. All it is is water. God's created the water in the planet earth. And that, that's it. And in Genesis, it says, the spirit of God was hovering over the waters. The Holy Spirit is comes down and he's just hovering over the face of the deep. And what is he doing? He's bringing forth life. Before the Spirit comes, it's just water. 
And as the spirit comes and hovers over the face of the deep, he brings forth life. And all of a sudden there is fishes and there's dolphins and there's whales and there's sharks and there's sea anemones and there's coral. The spirit comes, hovers over the face of the water and he brings life into the depths of the dark ocean. Picture number two. I want you to imagine you're standing over the River Jordan and it's the River Jordan is down in front of you and you're up on one bank and you're looking out and there's John down there. John the Baptist and he's baptizing. There's a line of people and he's dunking them under the water. He's bringing them up out of the water. And then comes Jesus into the water. And the gospel tells us that the Spirit of God descended upon him in bodily form like a dove. And the voice of the Father was heard, This is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. And this, this is the beginning of, of Jesus' ministry. This is, this is when he starts to go out and preach. Is after he's been baptized by the Holy Spirit, baptized by John. And it's the Spirit of God that comes upon him. And as Jesus, Jesus is baptized and he turns around, he walks. And he's walking down the river on the banks of the river and he's walking and he knows he's headed into his, his ministry. And I have to imagine that what was on his mind was Isaiah 61. This prophecy. I'm going to read this start of that. Just imagine Jesus walking away, saying these words from Isaiah. The spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted. To proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prisons to those who are bound. To proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God. To comfort all who mourn. To grant to those who mourn in Zion to give them a beautiful headdress instead of ashes the oil of gladness instead of mourning, the garment of praise instead of a faint spirit. The Spirit of the Lord God came upon Jesus. He was already God, but the Spirit was sent upon him to go out and to do the will of his Father. Now I want you to imagine picture three, which is just you. <laughs> you don't even have to imagine it. It's just you wherever, wherever you're sitting, whether you're in the car or on a couch. It's just you. And I just want you to close your eyes. And at the end of the Isaiah 61, I fast forward all the way to the end of the chapter.
As the earth brings forth its sprouts, and as a garden causes what is sown in it to sprout up, so the Lord will cause righteousness and praise to sprout up before all the nations. It's springtime, it's planting time, and you plant a seed in the garden. If you plant a radish seed in the garden, in a week, there's going to be a plant. In two more weeks, you're going to have a radish. That's just incredible. (laughs) Jesus says, unless a grain of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it cannot bear fruit. God wants to send his spirit upon you to be the the soil so that you might spring forth and grow into a tree that the birds of the air will land in and sing praises to their creator. The father wants to make a beautiful creation out of you. You already are a beautiful creation, but he wants to make you even more glorious in his sight. And he wants to send his spirit upon you so that you might bear fruit. This week, pray the litany of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is coming and we want to be ready for Pentecost. God bless you.